Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine Tuesday evening. It really does feel good to be back every Tuesday night, and we'll be back here every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, for quite a long time. It's going to be a long season. So Sea Time, definitely presented to you by Fly Racing. Really appreciate their support. Of course, if you'd like to support other people that do support Sea Time, we would really appreciate you checking out kindatire.com and stillwellperformance.com. We will be talking about them a little bit later in the show. Everybody gets their due diligence, if you will. They're huge supporters of the show, and we really, really appreciate that. Sounds like we've got a phone on in the audience as uh, lots of things are going live, but that's okay. We're going to get to a little bit of the house cleaning after the fact. We only have Chris Bach for a little bit, and uh, you can see I'm off to the left a little bit. We're also going to have a guest coming in, but he's running in hot. We're going to make fun of him once he does get here. We'll see how that goes. Chris Bach, while you're stepping away from the dinner table really quickly, how is your evening going? It's good. Just... uh just want to say thanks for you guys for having me on tonight, and uh, man, just kind of winding down after after last weekend's opener and enjoying some bike week stuff. Did uh, the ATV Supercross, went over and watched that, supported some friends I had racing that, and now I'm just uh, out for dinner and getting ready to head to Georgia for round two tomorrow. So pretty mellow. Right on, man. Well. I have to say congratulations on a phenomenal podium performance this past weekend at the GNCC opener. I did get a chance to watch. I think I caught it like about after the first hour in, so I unfortunately did not get to see the very beginning of the race on the live webcast. But holy crap, that looked like a treacherous, treacherous track. I definitely want to talk about that. But overall, I have to say you've got to be excited about the performance that you had there. Yeah, definitely excited. I was I was pretty confident that I had a podium in me going in, and it was great to just put it all together. You know, it's been a, it's been a year of work with myself and the team, and the bike has always been really good. It's just been fine tuning, and we finally found that perfect setup that fits me really well. And I was able to go ahead and put that thing on the box, and, and the off season was obviously really productive, and it showed as well. But man, the course was brutal, and I definitely, you know, I'm happy with a third. I'm happy with a podium. You kind of get that milestone back under my belt with, uh, with the JCR Honda team. And moving forward, though, you know, I definitely want to be want to be number two guy, and I want to want to knock on Caleb's door to try to get him off his pedestal if I can. Oh my gosh! Talk about a pedestal. You are so right. Caleb Russell just kicking butt and just taking names. It seems like. He just came in with all kinds of momentum. Now, granted, he probably didn't do that great at some of the national enduros, even though he has the points lead, and by not great means he didn't win. Yeah. That, that's the standard of Caleb Russell He's these days. So, place, yeah, we man. do need to find a way to take him off that pedestal. So, Mr. Chris Bach, luckily, we just got our, our, our in-the-couch guest in this evening, Mr. Dylan Green. So what I what I think we need to tell him is that if you're ever going to wind up on a podium, you have to like be there. You have to what is it? You first have to finish to to win. Yeah, you got to show up on time. Yeah. yeah, showing up on time. You're definitely Can't not going to win. You're not going to win an enduro. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell tell traffic that man. It blows. But, uh, welcome to North Dallas Fort Worth. There's nothing great about this yeah, place except sucks. for us, and we're not even that awesome. So. uh 
Man, you've raced some GNCCs. How yes, tough is it for coming in these kind of these first these first rounds off of these off season? The beginning one, uh, the first one, Florida man. Everybody's ready. Everybody's got their brand new stuff, brand new gear, new graphics. Everybody looks like they're everybody looks like they're number one. And so everybody's second guessing, like, man, did I put in enough work? Did I did I do all this great stuff? And I know I was. And for these pros, man, it's it's really the show who's done the time, who's put in the work in the off season, preparing for all this stuff and. Chris, you really showed it on that Honda. You you put it down out there. You you got a good start. You got out there, and from what I heard, man, it was just a brutal track from from River Ranch to the 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 mud mucker. This one out of those two was just unusually rough. I heard, and it was a great thing to see you putting that JCR Honda up there and making it look great because that's a great way to start off the season in the podium spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, guys. It's uh, like I said, it's been. It's kind of been a long time coming and definitely a lot of work, but in terms of the track, you guys are absolutely right. It was brutal out there. It was hot, and uh, it really was kind of the opener that, that we lacked last year, you know, in all honesty. Uh, and it, w- it wasn't going to be very hard to beat last year's event in terms of the course <laughs> and stuff. But not a lot of people were happy with it, but there's nothing they can do. You know, they had a lot of rain back there last year. Exactly. This year's course was way better. Uh, a lot more river ranch-ish in terms of a little more sugar sand, um, and the sand was deep. And the cool thing about this place, in my opinion, was it was all in the woods. River ranch had a lot of big open areas, a lot of fields, and yes, it had big woods, and yes, it had sugar sand, but you were going across the woods in river ranch like third and fourth year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was rough, but it's a little bit easier at that speed. And, and this race, this weekend, you were in the woods. It was twisty the whole time. You could never get a lot of speed up. And, uh, and you really were finding yourself just hitting the bottom of every single one of those holes. And that's the way you are. If you can get up on top of those things, it's not as bad. But you just couldn't. You couldn't get the drive out of the corners. And as soon as you got the drive, you were back on the brakes to make the next one. So it definitely... Made for a long three hours. I think it was just short of three hours, but uh, oh, that eighty sucks. degrees and yeah. hot and nasty. God, sounds like a day at the terrible, beach, man. But not the kind of day at the beach we all like. No, there was no chicks in bikinis. No, everybody had gear on. They weren't just running around I, without shirts. I heard the spectating was terrible. I really did. It, they're like, yeah, right off the start, they do some straights and into the woods, and you wouldn't see them until the finish. And I because even the pictures, they're coming right out of the woods, five feet. There's finish. And I was like, man, that's. That's weird. It's yeah. no straightaways, and that, like Chris said, there's no time to pick the speed up, get anything, get the front wheel out of that those holes, and it just that'll beat you down, man. Wow. Well, um, so going into this round, I liked it because uh, Dylan was talking about what everybody does during the off season. So that's kind of one of the things I wanted to check in with you about because I think this is a really impressive, you know, kind of way to quote unquote come off the couch. Now, obviously, we all know as racers and riders uh, that you guys are not on the couch. You guys are working Never. your butt off. Like it's the off season where you put in all your work, and it's during the season is where you just have to maintain that work. So, kind of, kind of break down for us, you know, what you guys worked on during the off season, and maybe not just yourself, but as a team as well, uh, to really, you know, come out swinging like you guys did. Yeah, for us, it's, uh, I mean, really, once you, once you get up here, if you want to be competitive, you don't really get an off season anymore. You know, it's, uh, we went straight from Ironman, uh, end of last year, straight on a plane to, uh, to Argentina for six days. We were there for, you know, 10 days or whatever it was over here in Argentina, came back, took a couple weeks off. It really is just 
cleaning and reorganizing everything and kind of getting your thoughts back together. And and then uh, 1st of December, I was out, and I headed out to California and stayed out at, at Johnny's place at the Jersey Art Shop and got the new bike dialed in. And from, the, from basically middle of December up until right now, we've been wide open. And the cool thing is, is we came in for round one. We were prepared and ready to race two and a half, three weeks ago. I could have lined up and I still had the same result, the same program, same package. And, uh, and that's a really good feeling to have going in. You know, like you guys said, it shows who's such in the work and, and especially the race like this weekend. It, you know, it was a man's race out there. It was tough. It was hot. It was nasty. And the guys that put in the work kind of rose to the top. You know, Caleb, obviously he puts in the work. And, and I think what's helped me is, is I didn't take a lot of time off of racing. Uh, I know some of the other guys do the National Enduros, but when I went out to California, even as we were doing initial testing with the 2015 bike, I was still doing local California races. I did some AMA West Coast Scrambles. I did Atlanta. Right. Uh, and you're kind of staying in tune, and, and it kind of it helps you keep your, your aggressive edge, but it also takes off that edge of seeing you guys and lining up with them and, and all that. You know, you don't go into that race the first race with as much pre-race jiggers as you normally would if you haven't raced those guys, you know, for three or four months or whatever it is. Right. Oh, exactly. That I didn't even think about that. That's that is true. Coming up to that line with all those nervous butterflies kind of helps, man. Kind of, kind of like he was the, comfortable. What yeah. We saw Ryan Villapoto maybe on the GPs. We, oh my we, gosh. We could talk about that too. Yeah. But, uh, that can be a whole other. I, I think one thing that was interesting that I, I, I heard about on the GNCC, the, the live the live event that they had going. Is you guys? They talked with Johnny a little bit about pitch strategy, and you guys actually planned and did run a little bit larger gas tank than what some of the other teams are going to. With the the plan was to obviously have less gas stops, so there's less times filling up the bike. Did that strategy work out? Did everything go to plan? And and how did that run for y'all? It definitely, it definitely is going to work in our favor in terms of less pit stops for sure. You know, anytime you're stopped in the pits. Uh, you're five to ten seconds, whether you're getting fuel, gloves, goggles, uh, whatever. You're stopping and you're losing time, so we can definitely capitalize there. The downside is, yeah, we are carrying a little bit more fuel. We're carrying a little bit more weight, but I'm sure you guys know the Honda's a pretty light machine straight off the box, so oh, yeah. we carry just a little bit extra, a little extra weight and fuel. Doesn't really affect the handling of the bike, and it doesn't affect me any. And, IMS has made us a great tank this year with super slim fit. For me, I don't really feel that big of a change over a stock tank in terms of ergonomics of the bike and how it feels between my knees. And I only ride with my big tank. So when I go to moto, if I'm doing local races, motocross, GNCC, enduro, whatever, I don't switch back to the stock tank. I just run the IMS the whole time and I'm used to it and it doesn't affect me. So if we can be comfortable, which we are, and not have to stop those extra one or two times in a race, then I think we're definitely ahead of the game. That's a huge deal, man. Yeah. I was I stopped three times before Ironman. I've done three pit stops. Man. Yeah. And that's, uh, when I, I stopped a couple times when I did a GNTC, and that's because I'm a vagina. And my hands hurt. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I want to get back out and finish that one one day. Exactly. I just I hadn't been riding enough, and honestly, just... Just turn into a turn into a big wuss. Now, so. correct me if I'm wrong. The next one's Georgia, right? Yes, yep. they're gonna. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna be heading up there actually tomorrow. So oh yeah, be yeah. Everybody, I, I remember getting done with the race, loading up. Your hands still bleeding, and then 
washing the bikes on a at a car wash and then going to the going to the next uh georgia race and i got like taped hands and everything like on the line <laughs> i got it dad <laughs> don't worry i can hold on i promise yeah is that the chris you are going to the same one um what is that called um uh what's the that the venue is the same as it's always been. We race in Washington. Yeah, the okay, Max, that's right. Maxis, Joe. Maxis, that's right. Yeah, the general. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I know you, I know you got to run. So before we let you go, I kind of wanted to, to ask you a little bit about maybe like the JCR team as a whole because it, it's very cool the support that Johnny Campbell and his team have shown you, and you can tell the effort that they that they and yourself have been putting in. Obviously, the the results speak for themselves. But it, I think a lot of people are kind of interested if there's any discussion about why, you know, maybe JCR has kind of walked away, well, not walked away. They, they're they not going desert racing anymore. They were doing some enduro cross and they were doing some GNCCs and now they're not doing enduro cross anymore. But they've kind of, it seems that they're kind of focusing only on GNCC. Has there been any discussion of why that is? Is it just that we need to kind of focus here? Is that maybe a little bit of a push from Honda? Has there been any real discussion about that? I mean, obviously, it worked in your favor. You did fantastic. The team's doing a great job with the effort. I just didn't know if there's a reason, you know, maybe a reason why they're working that way. Yeah, yeah. obviously, it works out great for me because I have a job. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. In terms of uh, in terms of the program, you know, Johnny's won Baja eleven times, and that's a pretty staggering amount of wins compared to anybody else that's racing. And you know, I think as he kind of just kept doing it and he was successful and I think he just needed to do something to stay hungry and, and kind of reinvent and something new and exciting and you know with GNCC the turnouts that we're getting and the media package behind it in our television and the web and you guys doing shows like this you know that stuff brings attention and Honda was out of it for a long time and they, they really wanted to make an effort and come back to GNCC and Johnny's kind of the poster guy for Honda off-road. So I think a little bit of push from Honda partnered up with Johnny looking for some new exciting venues, and it all came together. And obviously it's working out really well, and Honda's behind it 100%. We are a two-factory off-road effort, and it's great. I couldn't, I absolutely could not want to be on any better of a team. I have the best boss in the world. Um, you know, I have two mechanics. I have my guy, Dale Cook. And uh, I have Johnny's guy, Eric, out west, and he comes uh, to some of the races as well. But Johnny can't make it. But it's been great. The, the whole program is awesome. And, you know, last year, it was okay. You know, it was, it was a learning year for everybody. But now that, that I feel we're podium contenders, and and I think we can make a real threat at this thing to be up there every weekend, it, it kind of makes last year look pretty terrible. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. We learned a lot. We made a lot of progress. And, Without last year, we wouldn't be in the position that we are now to be even up in that fun battle. So Absolutely. Exactly. We live and learn, and, and we're ready now, and we're here, and Johnny's happy, I'm happy, the team's great, bike's great, and I really, I'm really looking forward to the rest of 2015 and kind of stay up in that top three and, and make being up on the podium uh, kind of a normal deal. Yep. Right on. Well, I promise, this is the last question. So how do you take that momentum as a rider – you know, and as a as an employee to Johnny Campbell, maybe he's told you something to help you out. Maybe you know something to help you out. What do you tell riders and racers like ourselves? Like, how do you carry that momentum? 
How do you keep that encouragement throughout the week so that when you go into the general this coming weekend in Georgia and, and you just go, all right, third, now let's go get second or let's go get first? Like, how do you how do you keep that rolling? I think that's I think that's just part of being a racer. I think you just uh, it's just that inner drive, you know, that you want to be the best and and different. We've been kind of joking a little bit uh, the last couple of weeks and, and even from last year, kind of carrying over is is Johnny's got a quote in uh, in Dusty Glory, I think it is, and, and he basically says anything other than winning is unacceptable. And boom, it's kind of a jo- it's kind of a joke, but. I mean, in reality, it, it also rings very true. And, you know, I'm the only guy on the team this year, like you said. You know, there's no Baja guys. There's no Enduro Cross guys. This whole effort is behind me to go out and perform at GNCCs. And, yeah, it's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, I kind of thrive off that pressure a little bit where, you know, you're in that you're in that pocket and you're getting tired or whatever, maybe the course isn't the best or you're struggling with something, you crash and, and you bent the bike up or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, we need to perform. Honda needs us to perform and it gives you a little bit of that extra push or just says, hey, you know, you're in third place, but realistically, third place isn't good enough. So, you kind of just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and no matter what, you hear everybody across all racing, something can always be better. You know, my bike right now is, is really close to perfect but we can always strive to make something better, whether it's a, a little bit better chassis change or a little bit better uh, engine package or whatever we need to do, or maybe the bike is good, but we can plug some holes that we have in terms of setup or preparation or whatever, and you're always just constantly working at it, and you just knock off milestones as they come, and eventually we're going to uh, get JCR's first DNCC win and, and myself a first DNCC win, and, I just hope it's coming sooner than later. I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> I hear that, dude. Well, other people are waiting as well. We know you've got dinner plans this evening, and, you're, and you've stepped away for us. So, one, we really, really appreciate that. Two, fantastic job this past weekend. We're yes. very much looking forward to what's going to come You know, this coming weekend at the General. It's, it's fast. It's got a motocross section on it, man, and everybody, and everybody knows that place back and forward. So, just stay healthy. Don't do anything stupid in practice. And man, I I truly believe you got this. And show Caleb what's up, dude. Please do. I mean, yeah. I, I love Caleb. I would just oh, that would be so it epic is. to it watch is. from my couch in Texas. You know, while you race in Georgia. But, yeah, but like you said, man, <laughs> he's got his head in the right spot. Uh, Chris does, and it's really cool to see a guy like that and working his butt off to to step up and finally get the win he deserves. So right good on. Luck. Good luck, Chris, and have fun there. All right, man, guys, I thank you. Uh, it's been great having me on, and everyone listening, obviously, go ahead and check out JCR Honda website, sponsor, social media. Uh, get out there, check it out, pump us up, and we're going to try to carry this momentum through the rest of the season, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get back on the show here in a couple weeks. No, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great, man. We've been trying to get you on for a long time, so I'm glad we were able to track you down. Have fun at that dinner, and when you get in there, if anybody has a beverage, you just tell them, I always enjoy a pint full of awesome. And you just tell them that the seat, the seat guys, the seat seat time guy said hi. <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate it. Have uh, have a good night. Have a good rest of the show, and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks, man. Alrighty, Peace. Man. See awesome. I'm excited. So, K, uh, Chris Bach for a very very long time, KTM guy, KTM, very, KTM, yeah. KTM. Then then he saw him on the beta team. Unfortunately, yeah. that seemed to fall apart. Uh, it's a pretty r- quick Yamaha. transition. Yeah. yeah, and then did the, the, the Yamaha the next year. Yep. Then did KTM again. 
um, with the KR4 guys. And then after that, went to the JCR team when they yep. seemed to be coming over to the East Coast for GNCC. Um, and so, and like he said, though, you could tell that they've been working. They've been trying to get that going. The program, it's a very big learning experience for those guys. So, I mean, but hey. I, exactly. Something clicked. Yeah, like somewhere. I mean, it, it's not these saying are tough. Yeah, it's not saying the KTM is a bad bike, the Beta is a bad bike, or the Yamaha is a bad bike. It's just some guys. I mean, he switched around so many times that he, this guy switched around, and it's just like, man, it just he just seems something's off there. And right. then I guess the Honda has his little niche that he likes, and and they've put in that work with him, and it's paying off, man. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a win from him soon on that. I think that that would be awesome if that would happen. So one of the things we didn't really do uh, before we were kind of c- got a chance to come in, I knew that Chris Bach needed to get to his dinners. We didn't get a chance to really say thank you very much. So obviously Fly Racing, they've got their new sector boot. Everybody needs to go check that out. You can either check it out on their website, flyracing.com, or you can go to your local dealer, which yep. we would prefer. I mean, it's best to support your local dealership. Yes. You know, Buying off of flyracing.com, it can happen, but it's definitely best to go into your local dealership and support those guys. Of course, Kinda Tire, huge, huge supporters of like, this series like the National Enduro Series, uh, totally Cody Joyner, actually, in Oklahoma. He's a... He's, he's a Joyner? Joyner, yeah. He's a Joyner's big uh, Kenda-sponsored rider. Uh, you see a lot of Kenda guys there in the Enduro Cross Series. They're doing a lot when it comes yep. to testing. Um, they've got some great tires out there. If you're doing any of those series, you want to know about the tires, reach out to us. We can tell you more about what, what kind of selections they have, what might be a good choice for you guys. And, of course, the fine folks over at Stillwell Performance, they get no sexier than Mr. Alan <laughs> Stillwell. What is going on, my friend? How's it going, guys? Oh, dude, just coming in hot. So what what do you do when your employees show up late? Well, I'm pretty lucky. You know, I, I don't really have that, that many problems with all that. Maybe it's just because I, I let them know up front I, I'm a complete asshole. <laughs> it's like when I yell at you, I mean it. I took the wrong exit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I get my Napoleon complex going. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're short, short too, man Alan? syndrome. You didn't yeah. look that short in person. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I like I, it. That doesn't come out too much. That's okay. Yeah, no, it, it's it's we just we have to give Dylan as much grief as we can, and, and it's he obviously of his no no uh, no fault of his own, but sometimes traffic in DFW it sucks. There's no other way around it, and you just have to drive through it. So he got here a little late. So at any time, if you feel like giving him crap for it. Feel free. Yeah. Um, well, I flipped enough people off. I think they know where I'm at. So. <laughs> I got to get the seat time, people. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. Stuff's happening. People are alive right now. Yeah. So, Mr. Allen Stillwell, um, you're back home, which looks boring. So, you must have had so much fun that you came home early for bike week. So, did you just like have too much? What was the deal? It was a pretty calm bike week for me. I mean, it was. It was cold and rainy most of the time yeah. down there. I know. I'm boring. I, uh, if you went back 30 years, I could tell you some stories that we'd have to bleep out half of it. But, no, this is a pretty calm one. Nice. It was, uh, yeah, I flew, in on, uh, I flew in on Wednesday. We had test sessions set up with Factory Beta as well as uh, uh, Jason Thomas from, uh, from Dirt, you know, the Dirtwise guys. Yep. So I ended up out in uh, – close on i guess it was orlando and found some just some really really rough i'm glad we did because holy smokes was the gncc tough yeah that's that's what it looked like yeah we found some really gnarly stuff to to test in and we got both uh butchrick's 300 set up and then uh 
uh, Jason's 250SX. So it was it was real good, you know. And at, at that, like I think I've told you guys before, you know, at that level, we've worked with both of those guys in the in the off season. So the bikes were solid. It was more really about making sure that they felt like they were fully prepared. So you know, in Jason's in Jason's uh, in his case, the bike was spot on as soon as he rode it. I knew we were solid, but you know, we ran some clickers in and out. We played with a little sag and. It, we came right back to where we were, so that just kind of solidified for him. It's like, okay, I've I've got everything I need. I'm I'm really ready to do this. Right on. Um, you had a, a really good point there with with heading out and testing with those guys, getting everybody set up into a really good spot. Now that now that kind of all of the series that Beta is involved in are are running, people now have actual data to test off of for the 2015 series, and you're back home. Not the team manager, and only kind of the suspension guy slash you know the person they ask questions to on the side. How is that? I mean, are you not still okay with it? Yeah, I you know I am. It was it was a little bit interesting sitting up in the stands at it, <laughs> you know, because I'd been down there like chomping my teeth behind the gate for three years with with Cody, but it was it was pretty interesting. You know, with with Beta, they've got enough resources now that we have extra and different setups for pretty much any terrain. So we've gone through all those. They have extra sets of fork shocks. I've done. We did twenty four different bike setups for those. Well, not bike setups, but we did twenty four different bikes for those those guys this year for wow. Enduro GNCC. Yeah, it was a man. It was a it was a strain because you know it all comes at once, right? Watts wants his stuff. We did eleven bikes for him. And then I've got Ty Tremaine. We did bikes for him, and they're uh, you know they're going to Brazil to race, and they're going uh, GNCC and National Enduro, and it, it was I'm happy to be home. But <laughs> yeah. to answer your question, yeah, everybody was everybody's solid, and they've got what they need. And I've worked really good with Zach. You know, he's taken on the reins back east for for Beta, and he's a good kid. Zach Huberty, good kid, uh, really really hard worker, and so I tried to teach him as much as I could, and you know, it, the technology now, too, to do this remote is a lot better because, like at Endurocross, I sat in the stands and uh, I sat in the stands with my iPad, you know, and I slow mode a lot of stuff through the Matrix and the Rock section and then went back to the pits with all the different sponsored riders and went through that. And it was pretty funny, too, because, you know, Ty Tremaine's pitted next to Cody, right? Yeah. So, uh, so I'm. You know, I'm working with Ty, and I got the iPad on the seat, and we're looking at how this rebound's doing this. And Cody's like, "Did you get anything of me, man? <laughs> Better go talk to your factory guys now. It's Ellen doesn't cover you anymore. <laughs> Suck it. That's what you said. Is that? No, it's, no, it's I, all, no, I know. It's all good. Cody and I, Cody and I are still pretty tight. Was, I, I kind of miss being down there with him, but you know, obviously, he's got real, real good support. His bike looked good. It's fast as heck. I mean, everybody's bike came into the season looking great. I think that the the sand slash black dirt really caught everybody, um, caught them, you know, not ready for that because that stuff looked like it was going to turn into big, you know, four foot berms, and it was just sliding everybody's everybody's bike out. Colton went down and practicing, you know, in his heat and stuff. Um, um, everybody was, you know, saying in the pits how. Gosh, they're not getting any grip on the front end. So it uh, it was it was interesting. You know, the track looked uh, the Enduro Cross track looked really simple, but it it really wasn't. There was no water pit there. There was a couple straightaways with just you know one or two obstacles on them. But 
that sand really screwed everybody up. It made the rocks, the uphill rock section, very, very slippery. And it was one of the best nights of endurocross racing I can remember because there were battles from, you know, Cody went down in the lead and then Kyle Redmond and Corey Grafunder was riding really good and they're battling back and forth. Max was coming all the way from last and he worked his way up to fourth. So, you know, there's a lot of slamming and banging going on. And that's just, just what we all love, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to know, uh, what you kind of thought about the whole Endurocross experience at, at Daytona from being in the stands kind of as a fan. Uh, you know, it, it's unfortunate that we still don't really have too much of a live feed. Per- people like yourself and a lot of the other media people that were there, you know, obviously posting pictures, talking about things on Twitter, like that kind of stuff is happening. But unfortunately, you know, it was very tough to keep up with stuff. So do you feel like um the 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 event went well like that it seemed like people were prepared and and things like that i mean you, you mentioned that maybe some of the settings were off but i mean overall did you enjoy the event yeah yeah i thought it was a good event i think the turnout was really good for you know a first time down there and it was the very first event of uh of bike week so you know i've been to a million bike weeks and it it tends to get rolling right so you know being there friday night first event um, I thought the turnout was really good. I think that Endurocross is still, it's not a novelty. It's just unknown to a lot of people. But right. when they see it, they're like, whoa, dude, this is the coolest night ever. Right. You know, because it's constant. It's like it's like uh, MMA action, right? Somebody's always getting beat up or knocked down. <laughs> just with dirt bikes. So I think I think it was good. I Obviously, you know, Karsting and his crew and Eric and those guys, they run a great show. They know how to how to get the job done. And it's uh, you know it was a little light on the amateur turnout from the, the like east or excuse me west of the Mississippi because yeah. it's tough for a lot of kids to to get the money to go out there you know I I remember I did the budget for uh, for factory beta you know before I stepped away from it and so I think that if I recall right it was going to be twenty two hundred dollars in fuel to get out there and back on the in the diesel took me two so, days yeah, that's so, a lot of money yeah, it's two days for. For me to go out there. Oh, just the Daytona? Yeah, just yeah, just for Florida. It was a two day drive for me. Oh my god, yeah, we're in yeah. Texas, yeah, so we're we're halfway there ish. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah, sure. It's a lot of days on the road and you know, props to Destry and, and those guys who did the pull. I know he had a sprinter with a trailer behind it and he's actually worked out with, you know, a lot of good amateurs and stuff, so they'll they'll pay him a little bit and they'll take their bikes around. So mm-hmm. I think that I think it would be nice to see more of that. Maybe a little even subsidy from Endurocross to say, hey, look, we'll cover your entry fee or, you know, we'll, we'll do something for you if you can make this round being that far away. But I think it would be good to see it stay there. I think it has a place within Bike Week, you know. And I, I did notice in the stands that there were a lot of people there for the very first time. So it's getting exposure to people, you know, that may not have even known what it was earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, the weather, I think, helped too because it, it was so crappy out that, People didn't want to ride their Harleys. It was, you know, spitting rain and windy, and it's right down just off the beach, you know. So I think a lot of people just went, "Hey, let's go check it out." Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, so Cody Webb getting a win, which is awesome for him getting the championship last year. Yeah. yeah. Coming in hot, getting the win this year. Uh, how did he look? Um, in, in not just a friendship way, but like, I mean, you know, did it, did it look like it clicked? Like, I mean, it looked like everything was on par and that all the testing that he did from the new bike, you know, from the Beta to the KTM is going proper, if you will. 
Um, I think he had, you know, he had some issues. I talked to him a little bit after the race and, you know, there's some things he wanted to work on. He's used to, like you said, he's used to being in, in Europe and running like six lap events at a 38 or 30 second lap time. So now he's running 15 laps. Yep. And I, I will say this though. One of the things that I always told Cody that he needed to work on was his intensity and his aggressiveness. And from the drop of the, the first practice, you know, he, was out there letting people know he's got that number one for a reason. He was on the gas, hard, charging, because his his first real year with with myself and Beta, he was trials riding through the obstacles, and then he'd ride from one obstacle to the other, and he needed to race, and he figured that out. I mean, he's a smart kid, and, and he, so I think in that regard, he was super fast. At, to me, I told him after there, I, I think... I think his setup was was a little off because he went over the bars and the matrix, you know, his forks completely uh, uh, collapsed on there. So, you know, it's not my place anymore to say right. whether he run or not, but he's a good buddy of mine and stuff. So I'm like, man, you, you may want to take a look at that a little bit. But as far as intensity oh. goes, getting out there, you know, and going after it, yeah, he's he's there. He's, he's carrying his number one. He's dead serious oh. about it. Um, you know, I didn't realize this till after the race, but – I got off, got off the elevator and was searching for my room key that night. And uh, off the elevator pops Colton and Jeff Aaron. And Colton had, you know, a lacerated spleen and three broken ribs. So he didn't really make a big deal out of that. But I'll tell you what, he's a tough SOB because he went out there and, you know, pulled off a second and rode hard. And I think that he, he just rode, like, content in second. And, you know, Colton is lightning fast, but Colton is also known for maybe being a little overamped and, you know, going over the bars or getting a little bit too whiskey throttle. So I thought, well, he, he's in it for the season. You know, he's in it for the championship. And then when he said that in the hallway that night, we were talking for a few minutes. I'm like, holy smokes, man, that's major props to him. Dude, yeah, that's super intense. Dude, I, that's a racer right there. The only thing I ever did was I rode through a broken collarbone just because I didn't realize it was broken. But I... Compared to a lacerated spleen, that's well, I mean, nothing. I mean, when you get money on the line, you won a championship, and this is your first round. Yeah, you got to keep on. Way to start it off yeah. there. Just, you got to keep on keeping yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your your owner of the team is going to be like, suck it up, dude. I got. Yeah. If you don't want it, then go out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, standout rider of the night was for sure Kyle Redman. Oh, dude, it's it, big in my notes. Bold proof proof of this. It was Kyle Redman on the podium. It was crazy. Like, I was like. Fuck yeah, because, and my dad's been getting on me for cursing too much on the show, but that deserves it, because yeah. I have been talking about Kyle, we've tried to get him on the show a lot, we've had him on twice, and every time I'm just like, gosh, if this guy could just get some support, just some yep. decent support, I really think that he could have a, a really breakout performance, and I think this is the beginning he, He's of the quiet it, guy that just gets it yeah. done, and no, and everybody kind of like, oh, good job for him, and overlooks it. But then finally, he just like bam, puts it down. And everybody's like, "All right, yeah, all right." He means business now. Yeah, I'm excited on. for that guy. Yeah, tell tell us about how that went for you because you got to test with him. You got to kind of help him set up all the bikes. You got yeah. to chat with him. So break it down for us how that was behind yeah. the scenes. I've, I've gosh, I've worked with Kyle all the way back to his factory husky days. And the thing <laughs> about Kyle is he's extremely soft spoken, and he, uh, I don't know, he just he doesn't really say a lot. You know, he's funny as heck when you get him to open up, but he's just so calm almost that I told him, um, I always been making a joke with him. I said, look, man, I'm going to come up and kick you right in the freaking nuts before your heat race and get you all pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Because 
there's been a couple times where, you know, he got mad about something. Somebody knocked him down or ran him over or whatever, and he just blew through the pack. And the last time he was on the podium, it was like that. You know, I said, why'd you ride so good? He goes, I was mad. So I was getting him pumped up in the off season. I'm like, man, if I got to come around, you know, you know, and mess you up a little bit before you're, you know, you get on the bike, but, but you got to get it done because if you think about it and, and he knows this, he's been at this as a prodigy since he was 18 and I think he's 26 or 27 now. So I'm like, dude, this is, this is it for you. You have to make a stand now. You have to be a podium guy. You're, you know, you're, you're coming into a ride that won the championship. It's the same bike, right? It's the same tune. And, uh, there's really no excuses. And so I know in the off season, he didn't make a big deal out of it, but he put the hammer down. He's working hard, but he's, um, Kyle can sometimes be affected by, um, outside things happening around him that may, I don't know, little things. I can't even think of an example, nothing big, but it'll take him and move him off of his game. So he needs to be in that box, right? So, you know, going to the line, I was, I was watching him and he's, he's calm like always. And his dad's a real cool guy. I know Tim real well. And, you know, Tim goes to the line with him and stuff. And now he's got a new mechanic, Kevin, who's working with Beta. So, you know, he's got his dad there. He's also got a whole new team, right? And he was hoping that when he signed that, you know, at that point I was still going to be the manager. So I've worked with him for so long. He was hoping that, you know, I'd work with him and be his mechanic and team manager and stuff. So that threw him off a little bit. So I was curious to see how he would do. But I tell you, man, he, he rode aggressive. You know, the, the thing that the thing I saw in Kyle is he raced his ass off and him and Corey Grafunder got into a slam battle for, you know, that that third, fourth position in there and uh, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And him and Corey go back as buddies. They, you know, drove to the races together. They were teammates for a long time. They always, um, you know, you know, share hotel rooms, do all this kind of stuff. So they know each other real well. And yep. he was taking no prisoners because he hit Grafunder hard in the rocks and that moved him, you know, moved him into third. So it was, uh, it was really good to see, you know, the bike, we got the bike right where he wanted it. I actually wanted to stiffen the forks, which we did after watching him in, in practice. And he came back after his heat race and said, nah, it's too much. So, you know, Kyle is a, Kyle is one of the best test riders I've ever worked with. He's so sensitive to so many little minute changes that um, if, if we could ever get together, I really wanted to put him in the off season, put him on, you know, all of our four CS project testing because he's just so good at it and stuff. So it was pretty easy with him. You know, I went out to California with, uh, with him and Max and we had four different settings in the forks and a couple different settings in the shocks. And, you know, with Max, I thought I had Max dialed because he's 350, right? He's right. ridden it forever. So now Max goes, Hey, I want to ride 300. I was really stoked for him about it, but at the same time now, we've never tested with Max on the 300. So it, it's the same thing. Beta, you know, Beta sent a bunch of forks out, a bunch of shocks. We did a lot of different setups, and, and uh, you know, you, you can't have those guys jump off their bike and get on the other guy's bike to see how the forks feel. Because when you're a pro rider, you're super picky about where your levers are, what kind of bars you run. Max runs flex bars. Kyle doesn't run flex bars. So... You know, I knew going into that test session with those guys, it was going to be a little hard because because we just had the two practice bikes and the two race bikes, and the race bikes were rolled out of the van and nothing was broken in. Yep. And with these with these red Marzocchi uh, forks that I always talk about being so good, one of the reasons they're so good is because they come from the factory and all the tolerances are tight. 
So you have to run them in about eight to 10 hours to get everything to seat and become, you know, perfectly smooth. So we didn't have a lot of time on a couple of the setups, but like before, when I said, you know, Kyle's a good test rider, so it was no big deal. They could feel what they wanted out of the forks. And I really, gosh, I had, uh, I had both of them and Morgan Tankey and Ty Cullens all tuned within four hours. It was one of the easiest test days we've ever had. Man, I wish, uh, I wish I could come out there and test with you for my new 350. Well, you know. That would be you so should be awesome. Doing that, will you? Oh yeah, that's what you need. It's not that. It's that's it's, what. Yeah, that, <laughs> yep, that, that's what this that's guy needs. That's gonna put me on the podium. There. No, no, that would just be fun. Because <laughs> then just I could go test and ride and oh, then yeah. drink beer without. Oh yeah, totally. That's, that's the idea. Yeah, you're but, twenty. But he he's right on that though. You can't like the pros. It's just I mean to get them fitted in four hours. That's usually that's an all day process right. because everything's just like oh this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. And yeah. like the only possible thing you would have to do is like drop the forks and then like put them on the other guy's bike, but that's that's time consuming and stuff. So to get them in four hours and then for their performance of that night, everything like that's just a great line of the planets and just everything worked out and yeah. But now now for them is everything's working out. They just gotta stay healthy. They gotta because endurocross man, it'll, right when you get calm and look the other way. Bam on the ground! You're you're in the the what matrix. Yeah, the matrix is going to break your face. That's what it's going to do. So <laughs> it'll do it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on them now. That so that's even harder. Just like the bike is not the problem anymore. Uh, Alan's done his job, and just maybe like you said, a minor tr- tweaks here and there um, based on the track. But now it's the the racer's job and keep his mindset good and keep his composure throughout yeah it's gonna be cool to watch and see how this how this evolves uh when's when's the next round of enduro cross do you know offhand uh, yeah it's weekend after this coming one in salt yeah, lake city yep. okay oh my gosh they're going all the way back west uh yeah, it's fall. so what is what do you know kind of does cody going back overseas this weekend is there a super enduro or does he have a little I, bit of a break until i just talked to him like 20 minutes ago before i went on and he leaves, uh, I believe it's tomorrow, he leaves for, for France for the last Ooh. round of Super Enduro. Gosh, man. Yeah. I, it's it's, it's got to be tough. So dude. busy. Oh, man. It, you know, Ty Tremaine, I, I, uh, I picked up Ty Tremaine to sponsor this year. So, you know, he's riding a bike over there that stays over there. So, it, ironically, we did suspension for him for that 300 because he's locked in this battle with this kid from, from Sweden. Right. Real good rider, right? So they're going back and forth. And so Ty's only got one or two points in the championship that he's ahead going into this last round. So, um, you know, he said, Alan, can you do 300 suspension for me? I really, really like the 350. It's amazing the difference, and I want the same thing on the 300. So I'm like, sure, no problem. So um, we got it ready for two rounds ago, and UPS – had a uh, weather delivery, remember, from the big blizzard? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't just delay shipments east. It delays everything because planes are diverted and stacked up. So he didn't get his 300 set up in time, so he ran stock two races ago in Mexico. And then uh, he went to Brazil, and they didn't let his stuff through customs. Uh, yeah, that's... so he was on stock again. So I'm hoping that he, when he goes over and uh, to France, he's going to spank this kid pretty good. And you know, as far as Cody goes, man, I mean, he's he he wants to beat Taddy again. You know, he the time before he let t- let the door open, he would have beat Taddy that one. Oh, I, I know that yeah. video was so 
just so I tough to it. watch that happen. Oh my gosh! Like, you could see it too, and and Cody, you could just yeah, see he, he just knew went, oh. he knew exactly what he did, and just as a pro, yeah. he was like, I should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So I think you'll see Cody in there battling it out, and uh, you know, I, I'm curious to see what Kyle will do because he's been steadily moving up from eighth, eighth, ninth, then it was seventh, then it was sixth, then it was fifth. So. You know, I'm I'm curious to see. It's going to be really interesting over there, and I don't know anything about what the track looks like. But yeah, so they go from France, and then they have to turn right around, fly home, and you know, in Cody's case, he goes to class. It's yeah, uh, you know, I don't know how many people realize, but he's carrying I forget how many engineering credits, and you know, I saw some of the stuff that he's working on, and holy smokes, I mean, it made my head explode just looking at it. So. You know, he's got a lot going on for sure. All these kids do. You know, just the travel alone, I mean, holy smokes. You know what it takes out of your body when you travel internationally. Yeah, he took a pic- Cody took a picture of it, and I saw it on social media, and I was like, what are you learning over there? Dude? Oh, like some be- of his Yeah, of he his took a pic- picture work? of his work, and he's like, can't wait to practice after this class. I was like, what are you? Yeah, like- I can't wait to ride my dirt bike holy after crap. studying yeah. this yeah. crap. Yeah, <laughs> so he's right. So, again, you got to keep your mind straight. He's got to get out of class he's got to when he gets there cody's on a first place roll kyle redmond on the podium there uh, momentum's a dangerous thing man to uh competitors because these guys they got that they get on the line they're like there shouldn't be anything less i should only get more like chris fox yeah. said he's like i if i got third why should i get anything less than that now so you yeah, got both of those guys true. coming in and just expecting the same for cody or better for kyle yeah yeah and you know if you if you watch Max, he got uh, he got hooked on another bike in the first turn, and he came all the way back to fourth. Yep. And he yeah. straight back with Redman. He got penalized because he slipped off in the rocks, and he went literally off the side, and his bike was almost straight up and down. And you have to re-enter right where you went off the track. So he didn't have any any options. So he had to just wheelie off of it and go around the obstacle. And he didn't move it ahead of position, but he got docked because he phys- physically finished fourth, but they gave Grafunder fourth, and he, he got fifth. So I know he's real, real hungry, and he had a really good ride. It was a little bit overshadowed by what was going on up front, but I see him you know, riding very well. I think that when Colton heals up, it'll be a battle up front. You know, It's going to be a battle. I, I don't think that Colton's going to lay down on this. He's just frustrated because he's hurt. So for that dude to gut it out, you know, I broke five ribs when I did my back, and, and even now, 15 months later, they still hurt once in a while. So, you know, you think yeah. we've all ribs, man. There's nothing you can do for them except tape nope. them up. Nope. Except yeah. deal with it. Well, yeah. man, we could. I know we could continue to talk about, I mean, all the stuff that's going on. One of the things we haven't even had a chance to touch on that we just don't have time for is, is like, Colton Haker. I want to talk – like, that's got to be such an interesting thing for him. We've got so many different guys on new bikes. We've got uh, Grafunder back on KTMs after yep. kind of like a stint on different things. So I think, Alan, we're going to have to keep this conversation going probably after uh, after St. Louis. Not St. Louis. After the Salt Lake City. Uh, yeah. So that way we can kind of talk a little bit about the Enduro Cross action that goes on there. And then, of course, continue this kind of Enduro Cross discussion because it's, it's big, it's broad, and it can be expansive. Yep. But Salt- before we go – how do oh, so? What's new at, at at Stillwell Performance? Like, what's the what's the hot new thing? What are the kids buying these days? It's uh, four. it's four, four CS, four <laughs> CS, and we uh, we're just buried in them. And uh, it, it was good to see. You know, Jason Thomas was was really one of the kids that I worked hard with 
on like the expert and pro level for CS setup. So it was really, really fun to watch him at, uh, at GNCC because he was on point for sure. He had, uh, he had flu, you know, you hear all these backstories after the fact. Well, he, he had the shits and was throwing up for two, three days before the event. Sweet. He sat with us. Yeah, I got, I got him and Shane some tickets for Endurocross, so we all hung out together, and he was sipping on his Pedialyte, and he just didn't look good. But I tell you, <laughs> he, you know, he ran, he ran right up with Nick Davis that first hour and a half, and then he came by and was like, I, you know, I'm running out of steam. So it was, that was good to see the bike operate and, and you know, handle so well. I mean, we're, we're busy. I hired another guy and, you know, we're just cranking it out. And so, uh, it's, it's interesting. We had three different calls from New Hampshire today of all who knew, right? Right. And like, oh yeah, you know, there's a, the sun's out and we think the snow's going to melt off enough to go riding next weekend. Can you get some stuff turned around? So, you know, it's interesting talking to people from like, we have a customer in Sweden that keeps his bike in our shop here. And, uh, yeah, and he comes, he flies, he's, he's a rich guy, he comes over oh. and he, he rides Colorado in the summer and he rides out here in the winter. So, oh. you know, he'll call up and he'll go, hey, port the motor and do the cylinder. And then he'll call up a few weeks later and go, you know, those Myler radiators like Cody had, because he's on a beta, he goes, those are pretty cool, can you put those on? So anyway, he calls from Sweden today and he's like, yeah, me and my buddies decided to ride Erzberg and I just bought a new 15300. I'm going to send this stuff over, can you get us hooked up for Erzberg? <laughs> Why is so, it? It's always the rich guys, man. And they and like like you said, it's he didn't only ask me to ride with him at all. It's only the things that like look cool. Like oh, I saw that. If he's running it, it must it must make me win. So let's just put it on. You even know what it does, dude? Nah, probably not. So that's okay. Oh, yeah. Those, are the, totally those are the best customers. We're like, oh, dude, you want it? We're putting it on. Yeah. All right. Still, Will's like, yeah. I'm giving you two of them. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, it's all good. So Pierce, when you uh, you need to go out and, and ride that thing stock. And then we'll talk. But oh, think- that's happening. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a race, and it's going to be two days of racing, and then it's going to be another two days of racing, or another day of racing at the National Enduro here in Texas in two weeks. Oh. But hey, you know what? Shit happens. And the thing was, is I've been saving for a long time, and I don't have enough money to buy it. And my dad just said, you know what? Now's the time to sell the 300. I'll front the rest of the money. So he bought the 350. And that way, I could rate. I could start riding the 350 now. Sell the 300 when the weather's is, is about as good as it's going to get coming up here. So, you know, obviously, big props to Papa Pierce for being as supportive as he is for all those kinds of stuff. So, it's not gonna. Yep. It's that enduro it won't. It won't kill you, but oh, it, it it's gonna come close. Yeah, it's gonna come close. It won't, so. it won't totally demoralize you. Well, hit hit me up offline. We'll get you some stock, you know, clicker settings that'll it'll at least let you survive through that thing. And uh, you, you're definitely going to have some calluses by the time that's over. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to. Well, my dad's been telling me to clean up the show. So, but everybody who knows me knows what I'm thinking about when it comes to calluses. We'll just we'll we'll, we'll just see where it goes. Uh, from there. You can't get through a segment with him. With no, you it. can't. You can't, Alan. <laughs> yeah, you know it's always been that way, and it doesn't end. It doesn't end yeah. when you get off either. Yeah, when you it's, get off, wait. It's, oh, it's off? even when the camera <laughs> when the camera turns <laughs> off. It's game on. So. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate because yeah, yeah. everybody thinks that like I'm on the show and I'm an eleven. This is really like a six. That's a six. Yeah. And then it's like then we get real life, so it gets yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Well, cool, Alan. Thank you very much for yeah. coming on the show as always. Yeah. Yeah. You have you have always obviously been not just a big supporter of myself, but of the show Seat Time. 
And so we, we really appreciate you coming on. Tell us about all the stuff that's been going on at Daytona. Sharing some advice as always. Uh, hopefully in two weeks we can catch back up with not just yourself, but a lot talk about more of the EnduroCross stuff that's been going on. Um, and really, I think, I think there'll be some good discussions about some of the stuff that's been going on with a lot of the team changes and things like that in EnduroCross. And it'll be interesting to kind of, kind of break that down a little, and, especially from such a smart, uh, suspension and give, person. Like an amateur shout out for his team, Drew Higgins busting out another second. Hell yeah. At, uh, Enduro. So he's, he's yep. sticking in there, man, repping it for Texas for us down here. Yeah. Yeah. He's faster got- than me, which is awesome. Yeah. He's a great kid, you know, and it sounds like a great family. I mean, we worked, we had to, turn some stuff around for him or CS and uh, get it out there quickly. So he actually got a chance to ride Jason Thomas's bike and liked it. So that was kind of a no brainer. And he called after that race. He's like, man, we're on point with this thing. He's yep. really pumped. Yep. So I, right I get to race him uh, this weekend. So nice. TCCR, right? <laughs> yep. Too, uh, I'm pretty your, sure he's coming. Is down. your dad coming to the two day enduro? He was, the, we talked about it. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, the two day this weekend. No, 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 no. We're going to TCRA, bro. Whatever, whatever. All right, Alan, we love you. Thank you very much for all the support. Always good. Keep it pinned, huh? Yeah, sure. keep it pinned, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. See you, man. Oh, that sucks. So we're going to get Maria Forsberg here on the show. But really, your dad totally said he was going to come to the two-day enduro at the Zinc Ranch in Oklahoma because he said it sounded awesome. Uh, Am I calling your father out right now on the show? Probably. What the? I didn't know about this. I'm I'm over here saying, like, are we going to TCRA? And then he's like, yeah, it's awesome. I'm out of the loop. Don't tell. I'm the kid. And I'm out of the What's loop. What's happening? What's happening here? Well, I, if whatever's better, I'll I'll do the two day enduro. I don't care. It's man. gonna be awesome. It's Oklahoma's funny because a couple people far. were talking to me. They're like, man, you know, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, that that. What did they say to me? I want to say they said something about it being dangerous, and I was like, oh, I might be calling people out here. But it was Drew Higgins. He's like, I heard that place is kind of sketchy or kind of. I'm you know, sorry, Drew, and I'm like, you are the one to say that, and, and I'm like. You're an enduro racer. You go no, where the arrows and point. And the funny thing is, he's like, "Oh, it's gonna be dangerous," and he wins. And it's like, "Oh, I said it was yeah. dangerous, but it wasn't like it wasn't that bad." You just, like, <laughs> like we're enduro racers. The arrow points head, that way, yeah. and you just go. Like, Don't look left or right. Yeah, just, just straight ahead. But it's like yeah. danger, danger. There is no Listen, danger. You don't worry about danger until you're yeah. on the ground crying. About Listen, it, right? we're way like, past the point of danger. <laughs> that could have okay? hurt. That could have hurt. Right when you throw a leg over, you're past the point. Right. Well, Miss. Miss I don't even remember. What is it for married ladies? Maria Forsberg. Mrs. Welcome to right? the show. Is it Mrs.? You, you can Mrs. correct us for this. I, I don't know. What do, what do you prefer? Um, Mrs. is good. Mrs. Mrs. is I'm, good. All right. So Mrs. Mrs. Maria Mrs. Forsberg on the show. That sounds official to me. I'm yeah. Um, baby, baby's mama, mama's mama. What is that from the Outcast song? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> congratulations on all the awesome stuff that has been going on in your life. How fantastic is it to be a mother? It's pretty awesome. The best thing I've experienced. Yes. Uh, it's so weird. And I come from two infants now that I've gone through. And of course, my stepdaughter came into my life about the age of just before four. So, three children now in my life, all that kinds of stuff. And, and I thought it was cool just having a stepdaughter that I got to do all this stuff with. And then, but that weird. In, you know, literally a blob, no offense, coming out of your wife's vagina, body <laughs> thing, like, and then it turns into, like, you know, it talks, it moves, and then it poops and pees and all this other stuff that starts happening. It is, like, the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's great to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Go team. So, I mean, but besides talking about women's vaginas, being a mother is awesome, oh, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I just, 
sometimes the show's just got to go places. And the lucky thing is, is Mrs. Maria Forsberg is totally okay with this because she's an awesome lady. So she's been around guys too long anyway, so she's good. She's been in the racing industry. Dude, it's probably do you a lot worse. see the pictures on Instagram yeah. of her husband <laughs> and the bikinis that he wears? She is so <laughs> secure, and that, that's okay. Like she's gonna talk about all this and feel totally okay with it because that man is the sec. He's sexy. I'm definitely. I'm just gonna say. That's oh a, yeah, that's a pink you. speedo. Who does that besides your husband? Um, not very many. He's got a leopard print too. Oh my gosh, we're in. We're I'm in. Sh- I'm visiting. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna borrow one. Make sure it's washed, yeah. please, first. We're gonna see how this goes down. I don't you know don't own offer. one. I would be the first. I would guess you first out of anybody to own one. Own one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. So Miss Maria Forsberg. I'm just having too much fun here. I'm getting excited. Yeah. So obviously it has been an exciting time for you. You retired from off-road racing. You got a chance. I, and for whatever reason, you did a fantastic job beforehand. You did. You were a great, awesome racer. You retired. All of a sudden you're having a family. I think that's a great reason to retire. But what we find out is that you're going to come back and race some X Games. At least that's what the press release said. So I'm here to officially find out. Is that actually happening? Yeah, it's it's officially happened. Um, I've I've already signed up and everything, and I'm pretty stoked about it actually. I think you should be. I think you should be. It's gonna be. It's just. It it was awesome having you out there. You were just such a cool, kick-ass presence. And not that we don't have cool, kick-ass ladies there. I think that it's just the fact that we get to add back another cool, kick-ass lady yep. to the ladies that are out there racing at Endurocross there at X Games. It's just gonna be so. Much I mean, fun. why not race the biggest one and the most amped up one? And you know, all TV the, coverage. I know, right? I mean, she's just doing it to be on TV. All right, we all know that. Dude, she's I on mean, seat time. You don't I, get much better than. TV I would time. do it to be on TV if I could. Okay, so she's got the right mindset, and to go out and hopefully win it, it's just another. It's just a bonus in the pot. So. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. To show her kid, hey, just so yeah. you know what who your mom is. Yeah, mom's a kickass. Yeah. Boy. So how does a, a lady like yourself who has such an awesome past resume, how do you how do you take all the good times that you've had as a mother and kind of, I don't know if, because I don't think you turn those off, but how do you kind of go, okay, cool, I've got to find that competitive, that competitive spirit again. You may have never lost it, and we may be overthinking it, but like, what's your mindset on how you kind of you know, bring that back? How do you train for it? How do you find the aggression again? And how do you really kind of, you know, I guess go out and really give it your best and not be like, I did not pre- not not prepare enough. Um, well, I guess I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> and I guess um, the whole world gets to watch me figure it out kind of on TV. But, um, yeah, I've been training actually this whole time. I'm, I'm big into CrossFit, as you know. And um, I actually was doing handstand push-ups the morning that my water broke. And so um, I've been. Did your water I've break the wrong out. way? Like it's I like an Australia when it turns the other direction. Don't extend on that. Did please. somebody yeah. say because you were upside? It's like oh my gosh! Like, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was a few hours later. Okay, so, okay. so we're good. Um, but yeah, so I've been um, I've been working out the whole time, and I just did a CrossFit competition not too long ago, and and um, I still feel pretty good. But as we all know, it's different being in shape and then being in riding shape, and so. Um, I've gone riding a few times with my husband, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take it easy. And um, the first time I went riding, um, God, he, I, I came back, and he's like, you had the biggest shit-eating grin on your face because I just, I was going to go out and do a few laps on the moto track, and I ended up pounding out a 20-minute moto. I just couldn't stop. And um, 
and he's like, you still get that look in your eye when you get your helmet on. So, um, so we'll see. Like I try and say I take it easy, but the few times I've gone riding, it, it hasn't really worked very well for me for taking it easy. Uh, unfortunately, I, yeah. I don't think that's good for all the other ladies out there. I have a couple questions. One, are you talking about 15.1 that you did? Um, which one was that? Is that the uh, the open one? The first fifteen open fifteen point one or fifteen? No, I didn't do the first one. I'm not signed up for the opens. I just did a um, in gym oh, like okay. a competition. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. You need to be signed up for that. You need to attack those girls seriously. For what I see, you do because we're we're both in CrossFit and stuff. I do CrossFit a lot too. I didn't sign oh, up for cool. open because uh, men's are yeah, it's a little insane. Well, there's a scale um, yeah. division now for ladies like us. Don't put me in that <laughs> class, please. I mean, I'm please. just saying, like, I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah. Thank you for putting the. Do I look like I'm down. rich frowning? <laughs> so I it, need a man brawl. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, and again, you can't just take it easy on the getting back into it. But uh, watching Casey Martinez and stuff like that, have you all been practicing together, or are you kind of doing everything on your own right now, getting ready for it? No, um, I'm up in Washington, so I'm kind of far away from all those girls. Um, but me and Casey are friends. I mean, mm-hmm. we go way back, and she's on the factory team now. And and I mean, I'm I'm honored to to race with them all again. You know, they're, they're all my friends. I, I love all of them, Shani and Rachel and Tara. And, and, um, so I'm pretty excited to see them and, um, start banging elbows with them again, hopefully. I love it. it. And this won't reignite a, 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 like a racing career again. Will it, well, you're not like, if you win it, you're like, all right, I kind of miss this now. I think that's when you just drop the mic and walk away. I was about to say, how do you like, like, she's done it all. She's just like, what up? Exactly. Like just slap Jamie Little's mic out of her hand and walk away. Like I mean, her saying she had a tough time in practice. Imagine winning X Games. I mean, are are you just gonna go back into the dark again and just just that's it? I I don't know. I haven't really thought that far, and I'm I haven't really been thinking of winning X Games per se. But um, we'll see how it goes. And I've got some some more plans on training and stuff like that in the future. And so um, I got a few months to get back on the bike, and I feel like I'm in really good shape. I just need to get back into riding shape and get my um, my timing a little more. My timing's a, a little bit off on corners and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to see what I can do in a few months. What What about local races? I mean, uh, in, in, in obviously, Endurocross we know is its own beast. But there is that competitive nature that you can kind of grow in and stuff like that when it comes to local races. Is that, do you think that, you know, obviously as we get closer, that that, that might be something that you'd kind of fiddle with? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, we've actually talked about that. And I, I wanted to do some moto races because um, I've been watching a lot of the enduro crosses lately and they look more moto y than I remember. So um, that'll be interesting because that's never been my strong suit for sure. But, uh, yeah, I've actually planned on doing some some local motocross races just around here, and um, because I, I think you're right. I mean, getting the competition back in me and the starting line and all that stuff, getting your nerves and and um, remembering how to control them, and uh, yeah, so that's my plan. Right on. What about what about support? Now, in in this kind of situation, like we know. At Endurocross, there's kind of a there's there's always kind of a KTM truck and people that are there being supported. X Games is big as well, but it's it's a little bit different in the way that the the way the teams work, the way the support works, and the way where everybody can kind of be 
are you going to kind of do this effort a little bit more on your own? Or is, is somebody like Auntie from KTM going to kind of step in and help you out with a bike and some support and stuff like that at the event? What's Is there anything like that set up? Um, yeah, I mean, KTM has been great to me, as as everyone knows. I mean, through all my years of racing, they've, they've been there. And, um, yeah, they did say they were they were going to help me out this year, and we haven't gotten it down to the fine details or anything but i'm i'm super thankful for them i couldn't be i couldn't be more happy to ride on a team and you know to be riding what what i think is the best bike out there and so um i'm excited for that but i mean we just i just signed up a couple days ago so we're we're figuring out the the little details for sure a lot and a lot of logistics oh it is i can imagine that come along with that so since you're going to be in texas you know i live in texas last year we were down at x games i'll be down there again is there any possibility that you could just give me your bike afterwards? Um, I'm probably not. Probably not. Mm, okay, I just I mean, you gotta ask, right? I mean, if you don't ask, you don't know. Um, yeah, it's worth a try. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Sure. Last year, so we were down there, um, and, and I'm sure you know before before a baby, all that kinds of stuff that you had gone out a few times with some of the other enduro cross racers. Well, we went out last time at one of the motocross or uh, motorcycle after parties. And I woke up missing a sleeve. I had footprints on my back. Um, I definitely was not seen out of both my eyes very well. And it got interesting. It was like I, Hangover X Games. It was yeah, X Games sized Hangover. I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. I, again. I, I'm pretty sure she's a little bit more grown up now since she's a mom. So yeah, yeah. Um, you would definitely think. the missing the sleeve. That's like a a pretty common thing after an X Games party. I can tell you that. right Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, and apparently oh, so, gosh. and I find I, you know I'm like, guys, what the heck happened? So. Apparently, Jolene Von Hoyt has got me up on the bar, and I'm doing, you know, the beer, beer shotgun. I don't even beer funnels, whatever, uh, with her. And then, uh, big Mike uh, Taylor Roberts' friend, the big buff dude, uh, uh, Mike D's nuts. He grabs me off the bar from my shirt sleeve to try to pull it off, and apparently, I fall off the bar onto the floor. And when all this happens, he's holding me on the ground with his foot. So that's how I get the footprint. So I get up. Wally Palmer then tries to take my other sleeve off, but it's, for whatever reason, much stronger than the than the left sleeve and pulls me back down onto the ground because he's trying to pull the sleeve off so much. So that's why I woke up looking like so I got drugged I, across the floor of a yeah, bar. so glad I didn't uh, I did. go. Yeah, I sound Dude, like I missed it was, a lot. It was it was the best. So, I mean, aren't you looking forward to yeah. X Games? For you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know if I'll be hitting any after parties. That'll be. Uh, that'll be interesting, but you never know. Um, He's yeah, like, did I, I ride? Remember- <laughs> yeah, I didn't even ride. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I remember the sleeve thing after the Germany X Games for sure. Everyone was missing sleeves, and I don't know who started it. I kind of thought Geiger started it, but I could be wrong. But, Geiger um, was there, yeah. and there's a good chance yeah. that she was being very mischievous that evening and got it started as well. And somehow I wound up in the midst Whis- of all of it. Whispering in everybody's ear, take yeah. a sleeve, take hey, a sleeve. sleeve. You've got muscles, pull on that boy. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It hurts yeah, for everybody. Right. Are you going to be able to bring the family down there? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, my husband and my daughter will be down there. And um, I think my mom's going to go too, so um, to help with with the little one and um so yeah i'm really excited for that that'll be wicked you know my wife is gonna be down there with all of our little kids so if is uh, she really if, if if mr if mr han wants to play mr mom and with with my wife tamara and, and all the children they could push their strollers together have a cute yep. little picture and have her walking in and 
walking in her gear right next to him. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be sticking my camera. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm at work with my camera. <laughs> if I don't, if you don't mind, he probably already knows. But how how old's the little one? Oh yes, yes. Um, she's just almost five months. Five months. Wow. You yeah. were five months once. So was I. Once, yeah. Back in Z day. I was on a bike at five months. I'm just kidding. No, you weren't. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, uh, at five months, five months. No, yeah, there's not really much that goes on at five months besides all the cute faces. Those are fun. Um, we just got Nora. So Nora just turned a year old. We just got her. I think it's Early Rider is the company. It's like this little, it's this weird looking little bubble thing. But what they did is they put these really big, uh, balls under there that are essentially like wheels and then it's got two little like smaller wheels on the sides to keep it to keep the lateral sides there but it's definitely look into that because when she hits about eight to ten months that's kind of like a good way to help take her balance to the next level really quick because it's not as you know it's not like a kick bike or a balance bike in the sense that she has to stand and hold herself like it balances itself on its own but she kind of has to kick and push herself so with Liam, I got him a, a kick bike right away, one year old. But it took him like three or four months to really like get it and be able to walk around on it. But Nora, the first day this week that she got that little uh, bubble bike, I don't even remember. I'll, I'll send you the name, but that little bubble bike, that thing is awesome. So that'll be a really good way to get her up and kind of getting her balance going. Because obviously, I'm pretty sure well, she'll wind up on a bike. Well, at the some question point. is like. Yeah. Are you gonna is is the little one gonna be introduced to this? Is she gonna follow into mom's footsteps, or it, or is it kind of just like whatever she picks goes? Um, we've talked about that a lot, and I mean she's definitely gonna be introduced to it because we go camping a lot, and um, yep. she'll be going camping with us for sure. But um, but I I kind of want to introduce her to everything and t-ball and ballet and racing, and then I'm kind of kind of the plan is just to let her pick and see um see what she wants to do. See, right yeah, on. Dad did that with me. Soccer, baseball, everything. I was like, screw those things, Dad. This thing's got an engine yeah. in it. Why would I do yeah. – why would I run? Why do I have to use my feet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Engines are so much cooler. Yeah. Um, here's, here's an obviously off-topic for seat time, but I think it's still interesting because of the fact that you're such a talented athlete. With, with the CrossFit and pregnancy, I remember you doing some really interesting posts about talking about that, and I was very supportive of that, by no means negative towards that. And I've seen a lot of people be negative about you know pregnant women in CrossFit and working out and Whatever. all that kind of stuff. I got a pregnant woman in my class already. Who cares? You're pregnant, uh, you got a woman pregnant in your class? No, she's pregnant in the class. You're not okay? To do that in no, class. and she's. It's called CrossFit Babies, man. It's fine. It doesn't hurt so at all. It's good for the mom to like work that. out. It's so nonchalantly. Like, oh, I just got a robot pregnant. Yeah, I, I did that. That's I weird. Up. So, I mean, but how was that for you? Was there much, you know, a backlash from kind of the non-CrossFit community? Um, yeah, I mean, there there definitely was. And I just, I ended up stopped posting things because I didn't want controversy. But, um, yeah, I talked with my doctor a lot. And I um, I was seeing a doctor who had dealt with, professional athletes so she knew she knew everything about what goes into being an athlete and everything like that and she um she was all for it you know sure her biggest thing was do what you feel comfortable with any anytime you start getting lightheaded or any you know you know your body the best and I think as athletes we know our body more than the average person and um I was really careful and I scaled a lot of things but mm -hmm. I felt comfortable my biggest thing was I felt comfortable up until the day I gave birth and so um yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong. And then I've read a bunch of studies, and um, actually, a lot of things say if you if you continue to work out while pregnant, your baby like sleeps better through the night and all this stuff. And um, yeah, my daughter slept through the night from day one. So 
it's been really easy and wow. um yep. yeah yeah well i've been pretty lucky well, so the baby um, kinda gets in tune with with how the mom's cycles yeah, are going the baby's so. like her body's tired i'm worn out let's go to sleep yeah yep. <laughs> i had a good workout today so let's go <laughs> yeah. yeah i had a lot of yeah, nutrients the biggest thing is people just don't know you know they can read about crossfit all they want they say you know things are pushed and you're not supposed to do deadlifts super fast and they're all against the whole crossfit thing yeah. but i mean if you go to the right gym and you have the right coaches that's not what crossfit is and um it's just like circuit training which a bunch of athletes do it's just not called crossfit right and um so i mean i'm a i'm a big believer in crossfit i have i mean i totally respect people who aren't but it's worked great for me and I have a super healthy baby and um, I felt like I came back really fast. And so uh, it might not work for some people, but it worked great for, for me and my family. So yeah. I'm planning on doing it again. Right on. Yeah. One of the biggest things I think that I kind of, cause I remember seeing not before you actually, I remember seeing some, some posts about women in CrossFit pregnant and obviously the controversy that does kind of come along with that from people that aren't in CrossFit and kind of like, man, this is really interesting. The biggest thing I took away from you know, reading stuff that wasn't just hard left or hard right was that if you're doing something before you get pregnant and you kind of yeah. keep that up, that's when it's not really a problem. It's mm -hmm. when you either are doing – it's when you're not really doing something and then you try to force your body into something it's yeah. not used to while you're pregnant that that's when, you, when it gets Or worse. even stop. Or even stop yeah, would probably like if be If you stop, yeah. then it just yeah. probably would have been a little slower well, and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean, I'm an avid. I mean, I've been working out from day one. I I love it. Whether I'm whether it's to get in shape for racing or anything. I mean, it's kind of an addiction to me. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was working out at least at least once a day, sometimes two a days. And I think that would be massively unhealthy for my body if all of a sudden one day I stopped. You know, yeah. I think my body would go into shock. And right. and just yeah. exactly like you guys are saying. I mean, I've done CrossFit for four years now, and. Um, yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I mean, as of what I know now, um, having my daughter, that's the biggest workout of my life, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that day, as you probably know, being there with your wife and stuff. And it's like, I think it would be massively unhealthy to just go for walks, like everyone says, and sit on the couch. And, and that's definitely not my style. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to have the healthiest delivery and what was best for my child. And so I, I came prepared just like how I used to for races. Right on. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, and congrats to being able to stick with it. I know it's got to be tough, and it's smart to probably not post stuff and everything just just because of the negativity, unfortunately, more yeah. so than it is to to not post about it's it. It's kind of been that little shot. CrossFit wasn't that like huge, like I don't know, five years ago, and so now it is. And pre box Yeah, exactly. And so everybody's yeah. kind of like, whoa, you can't. No has seen. No way's really been introduced that much to those, like you said, fast circuits and hard workouts. So it's funny. No, uh, funny topic. I was uh, coming into the GNCC when I first started. Uh, it was Georgia or something like that, or Florida uh, on the Honda. I was running the 250 uh, B class, and I, I think I got, I think I won it or got second or something like that. And Dad's like, "Don't be too stoked, all right? Because Maria was five seconds off your time." And I was like. <laughs> I, just, I looked at him like you can laugh all you want, but I looked at him with like such anger that he like ruined everything. Like I was like, you gotta be shitting me right now, and he's like, nope. He's like, I already looked at the times, okay. And I was like, oh, back dear to the drawing God, board, dear God. Yeah, sorry. Well, dad, my dad's, my dad's also. Don't you apologize? <laughs> my dad's also from Washington. Did Speedway and stuff. You actually met him at uh, Florida and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah. So. Up in Washington, oh, yeah. she gets all that rainy crap, and she was always like, she, 
Maria, you would always post, oh, I'm so glad for the rain and stuff. I'm like, who is this psycho? Like, <laughs> I know. Dude, I know. That's there's... what, whenever I get there and it was raining and all the girls are just like, oh, I hate the yes. rain. And I was like pumped. I was like, yes, finally rain. And dad's like, you don't understand. You're not a Washington native. I was like, I don't care. Like, there is no rain in Texas. There is no. It's like you race in a dust bowl, and it's awesome. And GNCC people hate dust. They hate it, apparently. And I was like, I love it. Let's do it. And every time it rained, I was like, why aren't we canceling? Why is this? Why are we still lining up to go race for three hours? I hate yeah. dust. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. And every time she'd post something, you're just like, how do you race against that? How do you race against somebody that's yeah, so mental, pumped mentally, for, like, like, the horrible guy you beat from the beginning? <laughs> exactly. Well, before we take up all your evening, I did want to say a little, ask a little bit about kind of your thoughts on the GNCC this past weekend. So, obviously, 2015, kind of starting things off. Caleb Russell, you know, yeah. just manimal. Casey Case Martinez sweet. doing so well, obviously, yeah. And then XC, uh, XC2, obviously things went really good there with Nick Davis. Oh, he was on the Husky, um, yeah, but that's okay. Enough. Yeah, close, close enough. enough for now. We'll see how much it evolves in the future. But, I mean, what, what, what were your thoughts on kind of, you know, how the weekend panned out? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I didn't really – I didn't get to watch any of the videos or anything, but I saw that Casey one and Caleb. And, and I mean, I'm, I was really good friends with Caleb's wife, Chandler, and so I, I love seeing – I love just seeing the KTM team do good and also always watching Casey race is fun. And I got to, I mean, I got to race with her so much. So it's kind of, it's really cool to see how well she's doing and for the KTM team and everything like that. So, um, I mean, I definitely miss it, but I, to me, I'm living the dream being able to watch my little girl grow. So it's cool. And that's why I'm stoked on X games because I kind of get my side the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, yeah, you, she, get, you get to dip your foot she, back in that pond for a little bit. Yeah, she says in. she misses it, but two hours into that race, on the last <laughs> lap, beating through those sand. Yeah, there's no there's boy. a little voice in your head saying, "Let's stop, We're pull over so right dumb. now, and lay down." Like this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. I'd like to try to make Iron Man. So we made you Big Buck last you year, went horrible, but that's okay. That's my own fault for being a sand in the you know the huda. Uh, and then, but yeah, I think Iron Man would be fun. It's about, it's awesome. It's biggest turnout, and the track is phenomenal. It's just who can hold it wide open, like. I don't need to win. Awesome. I don't need to go fast. I just want to do it. I heard it's a good track. It's it's called Iron Man for a reason, and Maria can show up up with a different mentality and better hands. It's horrible out there. Like yeah, I I the West Virginia one is my favorite. I mean, I've always loved the snowshoe. Snowshoe. Oh, that's oh my that, gosh, that is terrible. That's man. the one I want to do, but it's always on my wife's birthday weekend because it's that she's uh, June twenty first, and so it's always oh, okay. like in that third ish weekend of June. I and I'm it. like, well, this is never gonna. I happen. hate it because it's like twenty seven hours to go there. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Me. If I did yeah, it, it would be the exact way horrendous. that Stephen and I did it last year, and it would be the KR four because I don't. I wouldn't. It just it's too much money. It's too much time to follow the GNCC series yeah. for me from Texas. And so if I did yes. it, I would still do that. Well, it is like, a pretty place, like you said, because we were driving up and I was like, "Where is this place? What the heck?" And Dad's it's like, up "There." No, Dad's like, "You see that building up there?" I was like, "Yeah, it's a hotel." He's like, "Yeah, that's where we're going." What? And, yeah. was, and seriously, you're back on the bike, like both feet down, going down these hills, and you're picking up speed with like the brakes slammed on. You're like, "This is awesome." 
This, this is, is awkward. And it, starts, yeah. and it starts raining. And then you see this girl post. How awesome. And I was like. And then she's like two <laughs> minutes. I'm like, we're going to die. Like somebody will literally die on a ski slope doing this. What's funny is before I had kind of come back into doing uh, like dirt bikes and got back and all that stuff, I actually was racing mountain bikes. And I did a couple different like nationals kind of at the expert level. Yeah. Doing downhills. And I actually raced at, at Snowshoe yep. in West Virginia uh, at one of the, the Norba nationals like way back in the day. And uh, and then all of a sudden it comes to find out that GNCCs go there too, yep. and that's when I was like, I go have there. to go there one day because yeah. I loved. Uh, it was nasty. It was gnarly. It beat the shit it out is. of me. I fell off my bike it so is. many times, but I want to go there. No, on the we dirt go bike. buy those bicycle trails and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. <sighs> yeah, it's day. pretty cool. And I mean, that's to me the only GNCC with a hill. I just remember everyone telling me, a "Oh, real watch hill. out for the big uphill and everything like that." And I. And I'm like, shoot, I must have cut the course because I never saw a hill. And then we finally get to the snowshoe. And I'm like, oh, finally, there's there's hills and there's mud. And, and it's such a cool scenery being in the town and everything right. like that. And you start, you start right on the road, right in the right in that little town. And um, it's really pretty. And I I mean, I just love it. How it was gnarly. Listen, how do you fun. listen to that? Like, she's like, I'm motivated by no, that. Like, I want to go. I want to smile I'm, and be I'm, happy with that as well. I'm, like, I'm yes. sorry. Don't ever come to Texas. If that's your thought, don't <laughs> yes. you will like you will bomb Texas then if you ever rode here. Because like, for I think when I went to Georgia. That was my first real test of hills. Because the and in Texas you can you can <laughs> vouch for me. For it's you, fifth Dylan. gear. <laughs> it's fifth gear sidetrack and everything and. And it's awesome, and there's like no woods or anything. And I didn't then, take you to TKO this summer, so no, can, I didn't want to go. Can, that, uh, beat your bike, and, and then like you. Georgia, I was like, dude, I've never hit hills with like seven ruts in it, and it was like the biggest wake up call ever, GNCC, <laughs> and these people like loving it, and I'd come home and race our tracks, and I was like, this is like peewees. <laughs> this is. <laughs> They're like, we call these tracks. Yeah. They yeah. have they have like trees overhanging and stuff. Like I have to deal with like like leaves laying in front of me and logs and stuff. Is yeah, and she's over here saying, Oh, that was a true hill. I'm like, no, that's a mountain. Yeah. That's not well, yeah, a I, I don't bit remember of hills in Georgia at all. Yeah, so. that's that's a difference right there. <laughs> Thanks hey, for making up, that quid. Yeah. <laughs> Two fifty B rider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like it, I like yeah. it. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's okay. Joe. Well, cool. Well, no, Maria, super, super excited. It has been fun to follow your journey, to say the least. Um, just as an enthusiast of the sport, um, because at the at all times you're smiling and you're having fun, and I yep. think that that's what a lot of people lose sometimes, not just in the sport but in life. And so I think that what you are able to kind of bring across in your enthusiasm with life is is what a lot of people should should try to follow. So good job on doing that, and just keep it up Thank and. You. Um, Thank you. Good luck. Yeah, I know. It's going to be fun. We will be down there again, um, and hopefully I'll be doing some media work again for a couple different people. So if you see my camera, just smile. You know, if your helmet's on, you know, be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah. Be and give be. a nice little bird to him. Just yeah. No, she's yeah. too nice for that. She's too nice. She could give me the evil eye. Yeah. No birdies. Yeah. 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 Get, her, get, her, get her with her helmet on. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, that's when it turns she's on. She's so nice right now, but when you get her helmet on, I was like, geez. Oh, yes. Yeah, different story. It's, it's when the hair, the hair swoop goes away. Exactly. The helmet, mm, it's yeah, on. It's a demon under there. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, I, I would, uh, I think Nora and your little, and your little daughter, they would, they would totally get along. Kick it off, yeah. Uh, yeah, so your husband, my wife, they could totally hang out. Mr. Mom, Mrs. Mom, they could do their thing. You race, yeah. I'll take pictures, and we'll just have a, a grand old time down there in uh, in Austin. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. I like yeah. it. Cool. 
I like it. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. Sorry for taking up so much of your time, but you're a fun lady to talk to. You make us enthused, so it's a good time. Yep. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have fun out there, and uh, next time your husband's in one of those little bathing suits, just keep posting pictures because it makes me giggle. Oh, yeah. I'll send them to you personally. I mean, I'll take it. I'm in. <laughs> oh, damn. Way to end it there. Ten minutes yeah. from now, bloop! Oh, yeah. son of a, it's happening! <laughs> She's like, this is his newest banana hammock. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> Where do I get one? Why don't I have it? <laughs> I like it. Maria, thank you very much. You have a good night. Thank you, you too. Uh, bye! Bye! <laughs> No, uh, she really is an awesome she chick, is. and I'm so enthusiastic about her being back on the scene. For that reason, I really do think she is the true emphasis of an enthusiast of the sport. Yeah, um, and for seriously, we were making jokes about her winning and everything, and she's she doesn't even know. But to, for her to get top three, I wouldn't be surprised. I would. You can't you can't have that much talent, and you don't forget how to ride. She's just gonna yeah. come out. It's gonna maybe take her a few times, like she said, to get going, get the timing back. But when she does. She's just going to click like that, and it's just going to happen. Yep. It, it's going to be – hopefully she finds a couple local races, maybe even a couple like local enduro. Oh, yeah, and you know races. she will. You know yeah. she'll – And I think she'll – KTM will hook her yeah. up and be like, hey, you can come out back out of your practice and stuff because KTM wants to see that too. I mean it's a good sponsor for them. They know they know Maria gives a good shout-out to them and just works good. And have Casey and Maria battling again, I, I'm going to watch that. I want to see I, that Some happen. of us would say elbow to elbow. Some of us might say boob to boob. It's still going to get gnarly. It's still going to be awesome, and they're way faster than me. So much, oh, yes. Much, uh, much holla to the ladies. So thank you very much, everybody. You guys have turned in for episode 158 of Seat Time. This is the online show for the off, off the online show for the offered enthusiast presented to you by Fly Racing. Um, man, that, that needs to be our new like little What do you think, Steven? Nope. No. All right. Negative shot down by the producer. Yeah, he's not doing it. He's okay. It's probably If he doesn't best. do it, it's not going to happen. Nope. nope. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, uh, Fly Racing, huge, huge supporter of Seat Time. Can't do it without those guys. Flyracing.com yeah. is where you can learn more about them. Or please go to your local dealer and you can ask to see some of the new Fly products. Remember, Sector Boots. Go check them out. they got booties. Uh, so, Kenda. Kenda and their awesome tires. KinderTire.com is where you can find out more about those guys. Or, again, local dealers. And if they don't carry Kenda, you should ask them to do so. They are very good. Stillwell Performance. StillwellPerformance.com. Yep. Um, obviously, off-road racing. There's a lot that goes on with your bike. Being able to have a good suspension setup is really going to help you to be able to have not just a faster time, but a better time. Because as he's talking about, oh, you're going to have a lot of calluses after the 4CS. Yes. It's going to suck until I send my suspension off mm-hmm. to Stillwell Performance so that he can do the suspension. It's going to be a lot better that way. So please go check out our supporters and, ch- and uh, support them for supporting the show. Uh, I didn't mention it at the beginning, which I should have, but YouTube does have a support the channel option now. So for those of you that have been with us this time, we would really appreciate it if you have a dollar, $5, $10, whatever you feel you might want to just kind of throw out there to seat time. Uh, there is an option to do that now on YouTube. So if you wanted to do that, we'd really appreciate it. Obviously, there are bills to pay. Steven's got gas money, all that kinds of stuff. Uh, just make things a little bit easier in the long run. If nothing else, thank you for supporting Seat Time. We will be back here next Tuesday. We're going to get a chance to talk about all the racing that's been going on. Obviously, we're going to have more yep. GNCC. We're going to be getting ready. To, we're going to, uh, Jordan will be in. We're going to talk about the Zinc Ranch Enduro that her and I and her family will be doing this coming weekend. Then and next weekend, I might be doing it. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. You might be there too. I need to get on the. I need to get my schedule. Your dad said he was going to be in, but he probably just didn't look at the calendar and realize no, it was already yeah. a conflicting weekend. Or we'll just so. do both. 
I don't know. Your dad's crazy. Yeah, he is. And then the weekend after that, the Texas National Enduro. Um, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yes. I'm looking forward to that. I'm doing that you one, cannot yeah. wreck this time. Yep. I have Winning. to redeem myself. Winning. Yes, I do. You're going to beat me, and I'm okay with that. Winning. Yes. That, that's not hard for you to do, and that's okay. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm all pumped about that. I'm like, hey, uh, be excited, man. Yeah. Be excited. We can high-five after it later, too. Exactly. So, obviously, Seat Time, you can find us on all the social channels. It's uh, Facebook.com slash Seat Time. If you want to find us there, Twitter, or it's at Seat Time underscore CEO on the Instagram, at Seat Time. Very, very simple. Um, remember, always enjoy a pintful of awesome. We will see you guys next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you very much for tuning in. Dylan, thank you for coming in. We really, really appreciate it, sir. I know appreciate we're going to see you soon again here on the Couch of Poo. And remember, peace.